The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, deliberately linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, are you who you think you are? When this topic was brought up, identity, and, and that's what we're really going to put our focus on today, you know, I, I instantly, instantly went back to a personal moment in time. Okay. And I know I've shared part of this, but, you know, I was a firefighter for a long time. Um, and anybody who's held a position like that or worn a uniform, yeah, I think most people can understand whether you're an athlete or a nurse mm-hmm. or a doctor, police officer, firefighter, whatever, where you're you're putting on a uniform every day. It's it's shocking to to think about now as I look back how you really evolve mm-hmm. into that, you and do. it becomes a huge part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was I was forced to walk away from that. I tell everybody it took me three months um, to go to the firehouse. And I, I still get emotional thinking about it to clean out my locker yeah. because that was so much of who I was. You know, I was, I was obviously a husband and a father, um, but to a lot of people, I was a fireman paramedic, right. you know, and I, it was gone just like that. And <clears throat> there was long, dark periods of time because of that. Yeah. Um, to even to the point where, you know, I didn't want I didn't want a retirement party. Yeah. I didn't want people to um, celebrate my service because I felt like I had failed. Wow, interesting. Um, and it took <clears throat> a couple of my closest friends who are uh, as obnoxious as I am uh, to finally sit me down and say, "You need to get over this." You know, you did a lot of great things, and people want to celebrate that Acknowledge with you. Acknowledge that, yeah. Um, for me to finally agree to allow them to throw this party, but it was hard to me to explain to them um, why. Because Mark, you walked around on a daily basis through your career at the fire uh, as a fireman, and you would introduce yourself maybe as Mark Ryan, and I'm a Columbus firefighter. Or if someone would talk about you. It's Mark Ryan. He's a Columbus firefighter, as it is for any what? individual that's a firefighter. It is, is for any individual that's a police officer, even for myself yeah. when I played college ball. Josh Link, yeah, I go to Wittenberg University. I play, play college football. Play college football. Well, and, you know, for the three years at the, at the end there, you know, I traveled the country doing speaking engagements, and I was always introduced as uh, firefighter Mark Ryan. Yeah. And I didn't have that. Yeah. And honestly, you know, um, it all started in the academy when we were called recruit firefighters. Mm-hmm. And it was R. You always had to sign everything R F F Mark Ryan. Yeah. And then one of the big deals is, is when you graduate, you lose the R. Oh, wow. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So now you're legit. It, it, it's, it's real. It becomes your title. And in and in this day and age, when you brought the topic up, I fell into that, and uh, I really had to dive into that. And I thought, you know, especially now and everything that's going on, I think so many people are potentially struggling with mm-hmm. their identities. And there's a lot of things that maybe they've never had to think about. Now they're having to think about. And that's the that's the beauty behind today's episode, guys, is there are a lot of individuals out there that walk very prideful in a good way about who they are. And all of us have been there at some point in time in our lives. 
you can probably sit here, stand here, driving wherever, whatever you're doing, and think about who you are. Who, what do you categorize yourself in? Are you a high school athlete? Are you a, a, a mother? Are you a father? Are you a teacher? Are you a business owner? Are you a successful entrepreneur? Are, are, what's your ethnicity? The, all types of identities are classified within ourselves on a daily basis. And that's really the moral of today's show, guys, is understanding A, what identity is, B, what maybe our identity is, and soon you might learn what others perceive your identity to be, and D, what happens when our identity is lost. And that's the interesting part of today's show is so many of us have potentially lost our identity and especially equated to the COVID-19. Now, this is not going to be about COVID-19, but this is a trickle effect of what millions of Americans are facing. Well, COVID-19 on, created the opportunity. Correct. Yeah. What millions of Americans are facing, guys. And everyone is going through, and a lot of people are in the same boat right now. Uh, Who am I? What am I? Yeah, and I think, I think it's important. I think Josh is going to give us a really good um, uh, direction and application on identity and where we should really begin because, and I say that where we should begin, because I think it's a great opportunity for everybody, yeah. everybody involved, regardless of age and where you are in life to start over. Correct. Um, and I heard someone say yesterday, I was picking up some odds and ends for our house. And the lady in front of me said, she was like, I just want to go back to normal. And I looked <laughs> at her and I, I just got outspoken. I said, I don't. All right. What was so great about our world? I don't want to go back to normal. We have this, awesome opportunity well, as a, a whole <laughs> yeah as a, a, once in our generation yeah. you know and if you think about this generation casts you know many different age brackets to where we can decide how do we want to go about life again mm-hmm. you know whether it's it's whether you know maybe this is a time where you work that job that you hated for 10 15 years yeah well right now you have an opportunity change it to change it you know what i mean or maybe you were maybe not a person that people want to work with mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to change it and it does it all starts with identity yeah. and i want people to understand i'll let josh give the definition of the identity because i think it's important i want people to understand identity is not what others think of you it's how you should think of yourself mm-hmm. and that's why i say the beginning because mm-hmm. right now you can start a new beginning with you yeah and that's good mark and you're right i myself so for for many that aren't aware um, I did get a degree in sociology, so I'll be honest. When when this topic of identity came up, I started bringing myself back to my roots and <laughs> all the the very few things I, I really took away with my college degree. But I sociology w- was a passion of mine, is a passion of mine. I love, and I know Mark is the same way. That's why we're going to break it down to the way we're going to break it down. We love understanding uh, what basically the human mind and. and tries to understand how understand how it operates the psychology behind it and 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 bear with me in in understanding truly learning what identity is because we're going to break it down here i mean this topic got me so excited i was literally busting out my textbooks for sociology yeah. it's a, it's just a great and topic it is. it is uh psychology i know is a passion for me it always has been mm-hmm. um you know in in school i always loved history yeah. and psychology um those are my two favorite things and <laughs> I, I i believe Josh and I focus a lot on physical, um, not from a vein standpoint, because we know how important it is to be physically fit and active Correct. Um, from a health standpoint. But I know that you and I put a ton of focus mm-hmm. in the mental side of life yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Um, and I know for me personally, as a uh, uh, person who is medicated for depression and anxiety, um, I struggle with that. So it's even more prevalent to me 
to know and understand the insides and outs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see a psychologist every other Thursday. I don't hide that from anybody. Um, And I I say that almost in confidence that if you're a person listening to this and, and we get through identity and you find yourself struggling, there are people out there like my psychologist. She's amazing. Um, and I don't say that because she agrees with everything I say. I say that because she always brings me to a deeper sense of thought. Mm. Um, and you could say, well, if you're such a person who loves psychology, why do you need to see somebody about it? Because you almost always need that other person who's not invested in your life Correct. personally Correct. to be able to sometimes give you the full circle. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, and I think that's sometimes <clears throat> too what Josh and I try to do here on deliberately linked. Exactly. Yeah. We, you know, we always say we're not reinventing the wheel. Now, today, there may be some new wheels invented because mm-hmm. we may give you some information that you've never had before. But our goal sometimes is just to really help you s- see from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that's sharing our own personal failures or gains, and that's what we do. Yeah. And that's good. And that's what, like Mark said, that's what this show is, is truly going to be about today as it's been about since day one. And so, really, I, I ask you to kind of sit there and ask yourself, you know, first, pose the question of who am I? Okay, and then you might pose the question, how should I live, right? And then you might pose the question, who do I want to become? But it's important to know, at the end of the day, be prepared for an answer that you only have so much control over. We all set out on a daily basis, and we portray what we think our identity is. But I'm telling you what, we either A, could have multiple identities, or B, individuals, we talk about interpretation, individuals interpret Maybe what we think our identity is differently. And Kareem suggests our identity links the personal to the social. It links who we think we are versus how others see us. It is often found we are very aware of who we are based on how others see us or categorize us. So this is meaning, so for example, guys, I myself, Josh, for those of you who know me, have seen a photo of me, I might classify myself, I might see myself as this um, big, strong, muscular dude, right? Yeah. Well, others might identify myself as a a dumb meathead jock. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. And so that's that's step one of truly understanding identities. So we all step out and and you know we might have some listeners that are cops or firefighters. Let's just say cops, right? Well, a cop might identify himself as someone that is serving and out working for the community, right? Yeah. Others might identify as a cop as a dick. Um, someone that's always out to get me racist. Yep. So breaking down identity deeper is where it truly starts to get interesting. And so, um, Henry Teifel and John Turner did it best. They did a, a identity theory, right? And And they broke it down into two different parts. So stick with me here. They broke it down into personal identity and social identity. Personal identity is an identity of stuff that are, that are special to you. It makes us who we are, yeah. our values. Unique. Exactly. Yep. Our social identity is a group we fall into, which might be an athlete, student, parent, mom, dad, sports fan. It might be even your ethnicity or your religion. And then from social identity, okay, you have in-group and you have out-group. Your, your in-group of that social identity are others that are like you. So if you're, if you're a student, other students, right? Your out-group are, are individuals that are obviously outside of that group, right? So if you're a student, they might be a parent. Correct. Okay? So that makes sense. So we, we, we typically tend to favor our end group naturally, right? We're going we're gonna to attract Well, to, birds of a feather flock together. Exactly. We're going to yeah. attract to people that are more like us, right? So as I, as I kind of start summarizing this a little bit deeper and breaking it down, we break it down into three categories of this social theory. And that is social categorization, 
social, social identification, and social comparison. Now, once you break it down from personal identity to social identity, and you understand what group you fall into, social categorization is the very beginning stages. So it's your Correct. subconscious level. Correct. So if you're a student, let's just, let's just use a student as an example, you're just starting to understand I'm a student and I, I might have some roles here um, to, to put into action. Well, right? it's, it's, it's the middle school effect. Exactly. Where do I fit in? Where do I fall? Exactly. Yeah. Great. And then you break it down into social identification. You start adapting the social norm. So let's again, if you're a student, maybe you start raising your hand in class. Well, yeah, and right. you, can, you can look at from a social standpoint, if we really want to break this down for people to understand, you can look at it from this standpoint. It's literally middle school, high school, college. Yeah, Okay, that's, that's what it does because you go from where do I feel this, literally the system's telling me I fit in because these are areas where I'm naturally strong at. Mm -hmm. Then we go into high school and it's like I start creating my own identity. Yes. Uh, these may be different than my friend group. So now my friend group is changing because now I have other interests. Or Correct. maybe sometimes it's now I'm confident enough to say, okay, I'm really not interested in that. I'm interested in this. Mm -hmm. Then when we go into college, now we're focusing more in on that. And you find yourself in circles that you may not have found yourself in. You find yourself in circles where you now realize that just because we don't all have the same exact interest we have this one in common. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so now I can function in this circle here, but this circle is not my entire life. I Correct. have many different circles. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's good. And that kind of walks us directly into the social comparison part, Correct. which is the area where you, you start co comparing yourself to other groups. So the out group or, or even part of the in group. Let's just say you're a student. I call you, this judgment. <laughs> exactly, and you, yeah. and you are raising your hand. Well, maybe you're comparing yourself to other students. Yeah. Jocks, um, in nerds. That class. Um, like when I was in high school, we had the grunge. Mm -hmm. That's where all those come into play. Correct. Yeah. And this theory is so important, guys, because this theory shows us why, A, what group we're in, but, sure. but why we start relating to, to other areas that we like. So if you're a meathead, right, you're going yeah. to want to identify with you're other You're the guy meatheads. sitting there drinking a protein shake and eating <laughs> raw meat at lunch. We exactly. I would tell this, though. Um, this, you know what's always fun about Deliberately Linked is Josh and I always come in from different angles. We almost always meet in the middle, almost always. Yeah. Um, but we come in from such different angles. And even on this topic, the angles that Josh is delivering to you is so quintessentially medically sound and scientifically sound. Mm -hmm. But I want everybody to understand something. All of this encompasses one thing, and it's the same angle I will bring in. At the end of the day, it's how do you identify yourself? Correct. So all of this information will give you, what we're giving you is everything that leads up to a certain point, mm -hmm. everything that leads up to decisions, everything that leads up to the whys yeah. in life, yeah. but ultimately each individual decides mm -hmm. where all that lies and why that lies yeah. there and who makes that decision. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some of this stuff is super deep and this is no different than like our leadership topic and identity the same way. We could talk on identity for months and months and months and for break sure. it all down. For you know, sure. it's a grapevine. But I want people to understand, ultimately, this stuff is important. It does play a part. But there's one aspect that you get to decide, and that is, is how is my identity in Christ? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if you choose your identity to be Christ, all these other things then fall into line mm -hmm. of that, that perspective and yeah. that focus. And that's, and that's kind of the point, guys, because it's important to understand like what Mark was saying, what is important to you? What is important yeah. to the self? Because through this theory, through the understanding of identity... We, we Which just, is all super important. It is. You we, need to know why. We, Most people want to know why. And, and that's why so many people struggle with identity because they see themselves 
as something and other people don't see them as it. But more of the story, guys, you, you throw out the theories, you throw out the science, you throw out the facts, right? And what well, you don't throw out the facts and you stick to the facts is what I'm saying. Yeah. You stick to, to who you are. And so wrapping up through this, through this understanding of what, what so, the social theory is, guys, and it, I think it's, it's important to understand a lot of us classify ourselves as having an identity, right? Yeah. A lot of us don't understand we have multiple identities and identities change due to circumstances. But I believe that if you ask most, most people and you say, what is your identity? And you had an identity conversation, they're going to have an outward identity conversation sure. with you. They're not even going to assume that what you're inquiring about is their inward identity. Yes. Yeah. Explain that to explain that to people. That's that was well said, Mark. Yeah. Um, most people instantly, when you want to sit down and say, what is your identity? When you guys uh, opened up this podcast, listen to that podcast, you started breaking down all of your identity and a lot of that. And I'm once again, I'm going on a limb here. I would say the majority of people started breaking it down from an outward side. What are the things that people see? Whether it's my job, whether it's my financial security, whether it's my home, my car, my looks, yeah. all those things are on the outward. Okay. Where what I'm telling people, and this is something I attempt to do with all people, is I want to know what the inward identity is. Yeah. Who are you on the inside? Who are you really? Mm -hmm. This goes back to um, a very simple, simple thing. A, a friend of mine is a very successful investor, and his largest guy that he invests for is a multi, multi-millionaire. And the guy walks in, and he's got duct tape on his shoes, and he's wearing <laughs> raggedy clothes. Right. So from an outward identity... We may not think much of this man, Correct. but from an inward identity, this guy is a very successful person. He's made a lot of smart decisions. He's obviously very intelligent. Mm -hmm. He's also very hardworking. Yeah. Those are two separate things. Yeah. And I think if people invested on inward identity, number one, in themselves, they would be happier. And number two, if we did that, you would see people less concerned about social economics. You'd Correct. see people less concerned about race. <clears throat> um, you would see all those things. Now, I will not say religion because... Uh, number one, people who listen to the show know I do not like religion. So we'll say <laughs> you won't see people focused on faith because your faith should not be an outward identity. Your faith should be an inward identity. Mm -hmm. And that is something you should focus but on. It sh would it be wrong to say it should radiate outward? No, no, no. That's what you want it to. Okay. You want okay. your faith to radiate outward. But right. the conversation about faith and identity, it is an inward conversation. It's an in yeah, it's an inward relationship. And, yeah, I, prime example. My psychologist and I do not um, share the same faith backgrounds um, and at times the same beliefs. But I will say this, on an inward identity conversation about faith, we find common ground. So okay. once you deduct and get rid of all the outward stuff, whether it's I'm Catholic, I'm Baptist, I'm Methodist, mm -hmm. um, whether I do communion once a week or whether I do communion once a month, whatever that be, or however we choose to um, sing at church, all that stuff's outward. Gotcha. Once you deduct all that and you can have an inward faith, what is Christ to me? What did God do for me? Because that's the thing. When Christ died on the cross, mm -hmm. the identity he gave all of us was that you are sinners and I have forgiven you. Correct. That is inward. Yes. That is something we all get to have. And as Christ said to all of us, and he said this in John, he said, when I leave, I will send you the helper. Mm -hmm. And the helper being the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit resides in all of us. Yes. That is an inward identity. Yes. So how are we reflecting on the outside what our inside identity to that is? That's what's important. This is where, and I'm open and honest with everybody, I fail it every day. For sure. But it's also for me as a focus every day. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us are 
maybe portraying on the outside what we want others to perceive us as based yeah. off of uh, humiliation, maybe based off fear, 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 right? fear is yeah. huge. And I, and I think, you know, bring, and I love, I, like Mark said, we, we, we both always bring just such a, the same topic, but a different angle. Yeah. And, which is what's nice about this. I think so many people can relate to uh, both our sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not that I don't agree with your side, because I uh, I support, well, like I'm, I love your side. That's I mean that's it. That's but this a, is a prime example. So I've been married. I'm happily married. I'm absolutely diehard in love with my wife. Um, you know, she is everything to me. Um, and we just had literally a conversation yesterday, and the conversation literally circled around, um, you know, seeing two sides of every story. Yeah. So we both parent, we co-parent, we, we parent our children. We always come together. We don't always agree. And a lot of it though is, is am I able to step out of the situation and look at Heather and the decision she's making Correct. and the opinion she's bringing in because not because I'm hearing her, but because I'm taking everything that I know her to be and why she would view it this way. Okay. And does she have the ability to look at me and do the same thing. Yeah. That is an inward identity. That is where our inside identity has to be known to each other to understand what we're projecting. Correct. So there's many times where uh, the, one of the kids will do something and Heather and I will look at it and maybe let's say I don't think it's that bad and Heather thinks it's bad. Well, I have to then step into her shoes and understand, well, what is Heather's identity? Well, since I know her identity and understand her identity and everything that has made her mm -hmm. and where she stands, I understand her stance. Now, does she do that vice versa? This is the conversation we just had. So when we do that, though, there's no animosity. Mm -hmm. There's no bitterness. There's no anger. There's yeah. no, I can't believe you would think that because now we understand where we both are coming from. Yeah. That is no different than what Josh and I are talking about in identity. There's so many people that are afraid of that, but people don't invest into who people are on the inward. Mm -hmm. We invest on the outward. Correct. And I yeah. think that's why today's topic is so important because people should be free, like we're telling you right now, we're, you should be free to say, I want to change my identity. Yeah. This is not how I want to be viewed. Correct. You know what I mean? Josh goes to the gym all the time, takes very good care of himself. Um, I would say gym is like an, any other addiction. It's something mm -hmm. you need in your life. And it's, yeah. it's a healthy addiction. For sure. And people can look at Josh and think Josh is egomaniac. They can think mm -hmm. he's vain. Mm -hmm. They can think he wears, you know, medium shirts because it's what he likes. It's how they largest. fit. We all like how our stuff fits. But people can look at that. Correct. But what they don't look on the inside is, is that care is much more different yes. as to why we do that. Correct. So if people would invest in that, it's okay for your identity to be that way. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's the important thing to know is... Is <laughs> who cares? I want to encourage these people to do that. Well, and I and I think that's right because I think a lot of us are too busy caring. Yeah. What, how others are going to perceive. And, it. and I think you brought the topic up because, like you said, there's a lot of people that are are uh, not working. Yeah. And one of the great articles you sent was they started breaking it down. It's like we have these roles, mm -hmm. and we look at them as roles, but in turn. It's no different than I was. It was my identity mm -hmm. as a fireman. Well, whether you're a CEO or whether you're the manager of your restaurant, um, whatever that may have been, that role's now changed. And so now you feel lost because you don't have that role. Correct. Well, what happened is you feel like your identity has been taken from you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's the point, guys. And that's where we're going to kind of shift into the show here. Because that's why this show is going to be hard to keep a time limit on. Yeah. Bear yeah. with us here because it's so important to understand a lot of us have faced we'll, we'll call it what they call it is an identity crisis all right yeah. some of us have been there some of us are going through it but believe it or not 
factual, we have all been there, no doubt. And just to kind of help you understand it, guys, zero to one, you go through an identity crisis, right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're going through your trust versus your mistrust, okay? And this is, this is where you are starting to learn to, to depend on the others these around you. These are all you. building blocks. All right, yeah. six to 12, and these are just a few numbers. You go through your competence versus your inferior inferiority, all right? And these are skills learned maybe at school or something. 12 to 20, identity versus confusion, um, basically of your role. And that's, again, talking about starting to progress into your pr- profession. Yep. 35 to 65, your productivity versus this is where you might, might start feeling stagnant, okay? So this is your career, uh, maybe starting a family towards the end of it. Um, that stuff kind of depends slows down and you're like okay like mark was saying he he, he was in that role of firefighting right yeah. and that came to a stop and you you hit this he was in a productivity part in his life and now he and then he hit a stagnant part in his life and it's okay How, understanding this identity crisis i need to find my new self and then really 65 and greater um you, basically the psychic integrity versus your despair so this is where you start to evaluate all your achievements and and i, I share those with you because a lot of us are maybe going through an identity crisis right now. And the reason this topic really came up is because I've spoke to so many individuals that are close to me and, and they've lost their job. And they basically said it without saying it, that they're just lost. They're confused. They're, I can't go to the gym. I, can't, I, I don't have my job. And so many of us find our identity on things that we do on a daily basis, yeah. if not all of us. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. It's it's a good thing as long as they're healthy things. But that's kind of where Mark started talking about the internal identity yeah. of having a relationship with Christ. I can tell you what, that's never gonna go anywhere. No. And you'll never if well, if you should theoretically never lose that identity. Well, and the, that's that's the one constant that no one can control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and, and when I think about this too, it's it's there's so many avenues to this. You know, I have a I have a very good friend, I'll call him a very, very close friend. I love this man like a brother. Um, you know, he was in jail for five years. Um, and when he got out, his identity was, I'm a prisoner Yeah. and this is what I do every day. This is my timeline every day. And he gets out and it is a major adjustment adjustment for him because he's not being told what to do. He's not being told when to go to take a pee. He's not being told when I have to eat, when I have to shower, all that you find yourself adopting these identities. You don't ever see it until it's hindsight. You know what I mean? Or you lost it. Yeah. it's, it's, you, you look at these things and it's like a lot of people, you don't realize that you've lost your identity. Mm -hmm. You don't realize that you had adapted to this identity. Um, and that's where Christ is so important because if your focus is on Christ, if your focus is each day is trying to live and guys, Christ's command to us is very, very simple. He, he tells us straight up, you're never going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. All I want you to do is to do your best to emulate me. And that's love, live and lead like I would, Correct. you know what I mean? To be accepting, to be non-judgmental, to be forgiving, to be loving, all those things. It's very simple. And if your focus is on that and your identity is in that, yes, there's going to be things that happen. And you, yes, you'll take on new roles in life, but then they stay as roles. Yeah. They don't become identities. They, they, don't beca- they don't become to controlling you because that's what it is. Your outward identity becomes control. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize mm-hmm. that you've lost control. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of us find ourselves holding on to something yeah. that it's like you said, it's, it's already been lost. You've already lost control of it. So a lot of us... That has maybe been us for such a long time, or maybe for some of us our whole life. Like for like like I've already said on the show, guys. I I know part of my identity is is you know an ex college athlete, ex college <laughs> athlete, right? And looking the part still. Yes. And and part of me has not let that go. I, I 
I love bodybuilding, right? So I don't think well, I'll ever let that Well, getting old a mother go. for all of us. <laughs> right. Getting and old sucks. And w- w- some would say I'm at my prime age, but I, I, I would don't, I mean, the thought of, let's just say, quote unquote, being small, yeah. like that's, that's fear. It's, I fear that. Yeah. Because this is my identity. Yeah. Like whenever I go somewhere, I mean, I can't tell you every time I go somewhere, oh, you must work out, go to the gym often. Like I get it all the time, but like I I laugh about it at that time and I I joke about it and sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's funny. I never like get offended by it, obviously. Well, it just Um, gets old after a while. But at the same time, at the same time, you know, if, if that stopped, if I stopped getting those comments, I'd be like, dang, have I lost who, who I... Who I portray myself as at times. But, you know, I'll say two things. So, you know, I'm I'm almost 40 years old. I've been married. You know, I don't have to do anything to impress my wife. Yeah. But I still, you know this, I I try to stay in the best shape I can. You know, I eat healthy, uh, work out to where my body will physically allow. And you can say, well, why are you so concerned about that? No, but my identity is, part of my identity as a husband is being a all-around great husband. And part of that identity, though, is I want to be someone that my wife is proud of. Sure. I want to be somebody that my wife can um, show me off and be proud. This is my husband. No different than me with her. Yeah. Now, our relationship's not built on that, but that's also my investment to that part. So right. as an identity, as a husband, I try to take care of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, even as an identity for yourself, as an individual, I mean, uh, your wife be, wife aside, like, yeah, you, want, you want to be able to look in the mirror and say, Absolutely. okay, I'm proud of that. Yeah. You know? But I will also go and say this to piggyback on what Josh was saying earlier. Um you know, you don't always get to choose your identity, and we think about that. And I say sometimes you lose control over things. Sometimes, and Josh has brought this up in social and how that works. You know, and we could talk about social media all day long. Um, but sometimes the environment depicts it. And Correct. me, I'm a prime example of that. Heather knows this. I hate, I hate um, that people naturally. If you Google my name, the first thing that's going to come up is cancer. Yeah. I hate that yeah. because that's how people identify me. They identify me as the terminally ill, sick firefighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes with all this sympathy the, and all this other the, stuff. The quote unquote cancer guy. I, yes. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that's one of the reasons why I quit doing public speaking. Yeah. Because everywhere I went, that's all they wanted to hear about. And that's not what you They wanted to see as. literally a walking dead guy. I mean, I would get phone calls from across the country, and people didn't want Mark Ryan. They wanted to say they had the walking dead guy in their, in their building. Jeez. And, you know, that's, that was how people identified me, and it was horrible. And so I just I took myself out of the arena. Yeah. Now, I have a lot of people like, Mark, we want you to write a book. Mark, we want you to write a book. I, I get it all the time. But do they want a book about me? No, they want a book about how in the world does this guy get cancer at 30 yeah. and he's defying the odds and Correct. he's still winning and he's doing this. That's what they want to read. Yeah. You know, they, they want to read the circus, you know, but I don't want to identify that way. Right. Right. And th- yeah. And that's, and, and that's the important thing to acknowledge here is whether we portray ourselves as one thing, Correct. others might see us differently. Absolutely. And this goes back to parents. If you're listening to this, this is why it's so important for you to have a conversation with your children about this because you don't want the outside world mm-hmm. choosing your child's identity. Yeah. You don't want them succumbing to this is what's expected of me. Right. And as parents, if you're the one that's placing that pressure on them, then you need to stop. Yeah. You know, it's right now I'm, I'm in the midst of doing college with, you know, our, our two of our middle children and, and picking places. And, you know, we can break down all kinds of things. And I'm very real. Josh knows this. I'm very realistic with them. Yeah. You know, why? I always want to know why. What's your reason why? Yeah. Um, and then we break down all the facts that go along with it. 
But for me, the only identity I give them is I want you to do something that you find joy in and you have passion about. For sure. I don't care what it is. For sure. You can say, Daddy, I want to be a sculptor. You can say, you're like Blake. Um, Blake loves to woodwork. He finds peace in woodwork. He yeah. finds his um, imagination goes off the charts in woodwork. Well, there's right. only 21 <laughs> universities in the United States that offer any form of a degree in, in woodworking. Yeah, dang. Wow. You know what I mean? But I'm like, buddy, it's there. Yeah. And a lot of people look at you like you're crazy. But if that's your passion, here's the thing. If that's your passion and your identity is in Christ and you are sound and confident who you are in Christ, Christ will find that passion and he'll expand it beyond your dreams. He'll you make it possible. You don't need the acceptance or you don't need the opinion of others mm-hmm. because he's the only one that'll matter. Yep. And great things will happen because of Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. And and I think that's that's that kind of breaks it into so many individuals right now are not able to find that identity and so many individuals well, it goes because, back to what we've talked about what's your why exactly yeah. well but, but too many more people specific. too yeah. many people right now have have lost their identity and let's just say it is due to COVID 19 right too well, yeah. many people have lost their identity and the problem is individuals are okay always with finding a new sense of identity correct okay they say hey that's who i was well, i need to hang on to that and that's not the case guys as humans were habitual Exactly, but you, we, it's important to recognize that we have all gone through identity crisis at some point in our life, and it's, it's, it's also important to understand finding a new identity is part of life. So as we progress in this, and we broke down those numbers from age to age and, and different areas in your life of when you will find a new identity and the importance of finding a new identity, it's, it's okay. So many people, they say, hey, I lost my job. I lost, I can't, I can't go work out. I can't do this. I can't do X. I'm lost now. And and instead of saying, okay, that's what it is. Maybe let's self-reflect, right? Let's, let's look at our passions, our whys, like you just said, goals, envision what our future is and let's establish a new identity for ourselves. And that's the important thing of today's show. I know there are, as a listener today right now that has said, that is me. I am at home. I have lost my job. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I don't know what to do now. But the question that you need to ask yourself, what are your goals? What are your passions? What is your why? If you can't find it, you need to evaluate. You need to self-reflect what has made you happy in the past. Because as soon as you identify that, you will be on the first step in the right track to your new identity. But I would say this too, where a lot of people don't like this is is instantly you have to go to, well, that's going to take sacrifice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I say as a whole, there is a large generation of individuals who've never faced uh, adversity. Yeah. And, you know, I look at what we can talk about. Guys, we could do show after show after show on COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, we absolutely could. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm tired of it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though. I, I view it differently than a lot of people. I've faced severe um, adversities in my life, and so has my family. So in our house, has COVID-19 affected us? Absolutely, it's affected us. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, in our house, it's constantly preaches an opportunity. Correct. And that's why this topic is so important because flip your way of thinking and look at it as an opportunity. Stop looking at it as what I can't do and start looking at it as what I can do. Mm-hmm. And identity is something you can control. And I know maybe people... I know maybe people are pulling this podcast up today and they're thinking, oh, I thought they were going to kind of focus on leadership. And it's <laughs> like, now you're not on leadership, you're on identity. But really, are we? Right. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, we're still talking about leadership. <laughs> it all plays into it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, identity is just another branch of leadership. Mm-hmm. Because if you are focused on being a good leader, and all of us should be, 
all of us should be, then your identity would be very important Correct. because that identity is going to determine how you lead. Yeah. And it's going to determine the way in which you can lead. You know what I mean? So when you think about this and we take all the information and all the stuff that Josh is giving us and all this wonderful stuff from these people who are way smarter than all of us. Correct. When you gather all that information together, if your first thought process goes down the route of how is this going to be accepted mm-hmm. and we're not even talking about you, you're instantly thinking about this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in this opportunity, yes, there may be things that have to take sacrificial steps to do this. And you may look at it and say, well, I'm taking like four steps back. You know what I mean? If I do this, then I can't afford this rent, so I'd have to move to a smaller apartment. That's okay. 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 Well, <laughs> instead of looking at it as, a, as, a, as taking steps back, look at that step as taking your first steps forward. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Humbling, man. It's, it's sometimes, the, sometimes finding our new identity is humbling. Yeah. Because in a, a lot of times what's going to happen, guys, when you are on the journey of finding a new identity... You're going to look back. You're going to self-reflect on your last identity and be like, man, how, how, was I, how was I that way? Why was I that way? That's not who I, I want to be now. And in no. and, and the thought process of maybe your old identity was someone that was flashy and, and materialistic and, and be, being able, not that you can't have nice things. That's not the point. But being able to recognize that, hey, I don't, I don't need to flash that because truly understanding what the, your new identity is, hopefully you can find it with internally right? And hopefully you can express it from, if, if, you, if you are more focused on what your identity is internally, okay, you're, you're, more, you're more likely to be authentic in what you express outwardly. So many of us try to find identity in, in what kind of car we pull up in or, or what kind of shoes we're wearing. Or, and it's okay to like nice things. That's not, it is yeah, absolutely okay to like nice okay. things. That's okay. That is fine. But if, if you're you, doing it for you, if it's shallow, if you're, if you're, if yeah. you're, if that is how you define yourself, I mean, maybe if you haven't lost your identity, maybe you should reevaluate, reevaluate what your identity is. But I also, I'll say this too. I think for people who are listening to this and are thinking, you know, this is going to be difficult. I'm going to say, do a full on, literally, you, you have the time. Okay. Let's not kid ourselves. No one right now should be saying, I don't have time. You have the time. Mm-hmm. Sit down. Sit down with a piece of paper and start just being honest. Write everything. Write, write from relationships you have yeah. with your friends. Write from relationships you have with your family. Write um, uh, about life's happiness, joys, and disappointments. Put all that down on paper, okay? And when you look at this, I- I'm going to promise you, all of this will revolve around your identity mm-hmm. because you're thinking, well, how is that possible? Okay, well, if I'm comfortable and I live a life that's true to my in- internal identity, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm very comfortable with who I am. This is this is what I am. This is why I do what I do. You are so it's so much easier to accept criticism because you're confident. Correct. Okay. But also too, that criticism gets minimized because those people in that support group around you, when you're authentically in that zone and you're confident who you are and you're doing it for yourself, the people that you all of a sudden find yourself surrounding yourself with. They're your greatest support network. They're mm-hmm. not going to criticize yeah. you. They're going to support you. Mm-hmm. So instantly, any issues you may have with your friend group, yeah. those disappear because now your friends are real friends. The family members that may have been critical, you may start minimizing relationships with those people and yes. surrounding yourselves with the ones that are full on and understand and, and buy into who you are and accept you for right. who you are. Right. You'll see that your identity fixes a lot of your noise. Yeah. You know, and that's super, super important right now where we struggle so much as a society with mental health. We struggle so much with society with bullying. Mm -hmm. We struggle so much with all those things. And whether it's social media or whether it's just daily interaction, 
But a lot of that is is because it's hard to keep up with a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and think when our identity is a lie, we open the door for all the noise. Correct. And Mark and I and I, I love that point. You're you're in, you're literally inside my head right now because one of the last points that I truly just wanted to make, and and Mark kind of just said it, but as as we might be sitting here understanding that we need to reevaluate basically reestablish what our new identity is knowing guys knowing after all the information that we just heard from this show knowing others can shape our identity like mark was just saying we've said this on the show before show me your friends i'll show you your future right be intentional about the individuals that you surround yourself with because if you're going to be intentional about who is in your group and you're going to be intentional about who is not in your group if you knowing that they can perceive you from a certain identity if maybe again being in that end group that we talked about if they are an identity if they classify or if you see them as an identity that maybe you want to see yourself as those are the individuals you need to put yourself around because that is how your identity will be shaped that is how your identity will be formed and most importantly that is how your identity will be perceived well yeah and show me your friends show me your future uh applies so well to this because the question I have for a lot of people are is, you know, are these friend groups that people choose or these circles that people choose to be around, that's where I'd want to apply your why. Mm-hmm. You know, why is that? Why do you want to be around them? Correct, yeah. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. What are you gaining from this? And I think in is a lot of... Is it for status or is it yeah, for... And I, it? and I think a lot of this um, where people lose sight of is, is what you're gaining actually is nothing in comparison to your own joy. What you talk about is for people who sit here and struggle with the willingness to sacrifice in their own life, but what they don't realize is is you're already sacrificing more than you ever should because you're sacrificing your own identity to try to fit into something that theoretically you'll never fit into. It's not who you are. You're only fitting into misery, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and it's... And it'll, it'll very, lead to crisis after crisis. And it, after it's crisis. very difficult. You know, I think of, uh, I think of a, these young kids now, you know, basically high school age through college age, and you find yourself where really honestly right now, show me your friendship, your future applies more to you now than ever it will in your life. Seriously. And you're, you're sacrificing choices and decisions, but what you're not realizing is, is 10, 20, 15 years down the road, you're the one that has to live with those. Mm-hmm. And regret is a mother to carry. Yeah. And bad choices are a mother to carry. And when those things creep up, that friend group is not there to carry it with you. Right. You're on your own. You know, and if you're worried about what other people think about you, I, I hate to break it to you folks, that never ends. No, never. That never ends. I don't you care. Know, I, t- I, told, I told, we have a young lady uh, living in our house right now, or Cheyenne, she's a sweetheart. Um, she's a high school junior and she's been through some serious stuff in her life, you know, and Heather and I, you know, we love her to death and we're trying to make her I think for our standpoint, we want to give her a safe place to live where she can feel like she can fulfill whatever it is that she wants without distraction. Yeah, you know what I mean? Good. And I told her, you know, we focus so much every day, whether it's, you know, in the state of Ohio, Governor DeWine giving his daily speech or we're listening to President Trump give his daily speech. And all this focus is so much on COVID-19 and all the statistical data on how it's affecting people. But you know what we ignore every day? We ignore every single day the effect that social media is having on millions, mm-hmm. the negative effect it's having on millions and as we we sat here and uh challenged ourselves with a topic like identity we don't realize that our the people who are struggling the most out there are not struggling with their expectations 
they're struggling with the failures they feel of the expectations others have on them. Correct. That's well said. That's well said. Yeah, that's good. And and <laughs> that's good, man. You know, that's that's the that's the hard part. That we 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 need to stop basically what Mark said. Stop caring about what others think. And a lot of us like from social media. The point of social media, we are constantly trying to find our identity through this platform that is just so fake and um, just not important. Just not, well, yeah, it's I mean, not authentic. You know, the thing about important. pandemics, the thing about a uh, pandemic, you know, in general, or we can even talk about cancer or any form of an illness, you know, it doesn't care what your pocketbook looks like. It doesn't mm-hmm. care how many motion pictures you've made or no. if you're a famous athlete or whatever. It, it literally puts us all in the same box and we're all equals. Correct. You know what I mean? And so now you look through this pandemic and, and you see people still trying to stay relevant um, and you see the negativity that's coming with because (laughs) what happens is, is right now this identity that you've carried for a long time, people don't find funny. No. Right. Because they're struggling. Correct. Yeah. People are really struggling. You know what I mean? And these, and these other people who have have lived a different lifestyle, their identity, they found identity in unfortunately the favoritism and the celebrity of Mm -hmm. a lot of other people. Well, now these other people are like, no, now's not the time for that. Yeah, I don't want to see I mean? it. You know what I mean? I don't see But it this also it. goes back to them trying to hold on to that identity. <laughs> right. It's the wrong thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and identity is so important. You know, I, I think for most people, you just be so much happier. I think as a whole, as a world, um, I, I pride myself in knowing that I don't discriminate for nationality or color of skin. But that's not because I think I'm better than anybody else. It's because I try to accept people for who they are. And then I let them show me who their identity is. Right. And then I make a judgment based upon that. Correct. And I think if we all were to do that and be comfortable with our identities and treat people the best way we possibly can, you would see a lot of these things go away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that goes top to bottom. That's, that's all the way up to our world leaders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The way they treat each other and how they do things. I mean, that's, but, you know, we live in the devil's world. For sure. You know, so we're fighting an uphill battle all the yeah. time. Non-stop, baby. <clears throat> doesn't stop, does no. it? No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, guys, it's it's just we we all we all want an identity, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's it's important to truly understand what identity you do want, right? And don't let outwardly things decide what identity you want to have, because we are constantly influenced by individuals out there, and we think that is the identity that we should be carrying and portraying. But if we, if we stop and just take a minute and, and, and like Mark was saying, if we even go into prayer about what Christ and how Christ wants us to carry ourselves, the, the answer is not hard. Okay. He wants us to yeah. love. He wants us to live and he wants us to lead like Jesus. And the expectation is he knows you're going to fail at it every day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's, it's okay guys. If you walk away from anything from the show, Understand that it's okay to go into an identity crisis. We've oh. all been there, and we're all going to continue to go there. We'll have them. We'll and still continue to have them. It's okay to let go of the old and find the new. I think I think uh, for all listeners, this may be one you may have to listen to twice because Josh brought in a plethora of information, mm-hmm. and it's important. And I threw it at you fast. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's important for people, number one, because we do try to respect your time. Yeah. Um, but number two, it's important to understand all that goes into it. Yeah. You know, as parents who are raising children, that'd probably be great to review again and understand all the outside pressures they're feeling. Uh, and that way it does, it helps you be, um, it helps you to just be able to sit down with your children and have a conversation, a little more understanding for you than them. They're going to understand it more right now. But 
understand all that goes into this and all the outward pressure that you're feeling and all the expectations the world is putting on everybody. But also understand this too. At the end of the day, it's all about your health. And as we preach here, your passion and joy, because that is where joy comes from is when you're fulfilling a passion, that's something you're passionate about. And it's like we say, you know, identity, the topic on identity kind of encompasses a lot of what deliberately link talks about the best you is the best for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and when you're comfortable with who that person is and you don't need any type of social status or uh, accolades to go along with that, you, you are so much better in service to Correct. others. Yeah. And that's good. And, and, I, and Mark brought up <clears throat> the side of parents real quick for you guys. And this is, this is an extremely important um, thing to know and, and walk away from this topic is, is, is our parents that have kids, you as a parent, typically, more times than not, your child, the, identif- the identity that they identify with is the identity that you as a parent see them as. Instilled in them, yeah. Correct. So a lot of times they will find their identity from what their parents have identified them as. So if you have a healthy, positive, uplifting relationship with your kid, then you're probably fine. But if you find yourself tearing your kid down and not teaching them and supporting them and coaching them and, and, and growing with them. And if it comes from a negative light, a lot of times they're going to see their identity in a negative light. So that's something to walk away with as a parent. Well, it's you a have balance. a greater impact yeah. on your child's identity. And it's a great know. balance because one at one thing, you don't want to constantly cater to them Correct. without criticism. But I know even I fall short on this. I'm very harsh. There's I got to find the balance too to where I give them the, the tough love and I also give them the love they need when they need it. And it's difficult. Being a parent's very difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I also think it's, it goes back to what Josh said. We as parents got to make sure that um, we don't let our failures or try to maximize our failures or relive our failures through <laughs> our children, you know, living vicariously through your child. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to make sure we allow them to be their own unique individuals yeah. and support them in whatever they may like. Correct. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, my kids always say, well, Dad, what, what would you have done if none of your kids liked athletics? It had been weird because that's all I grew up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it would have been weird. Fortunately, I never had to face that challenge, which yeah. is now not really not true. Our youngest five, you know, Hallie. Yeah. Um, Hallie doesn't really care about sports. Okay. You know, she she's like, you know, all over the place. Yeah. But I just try to invest myself in whatever she's interested in. For sure. And that's you important. Know? That's hard. And, and for me, a lot of times it's learning something new. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You have to do that as a parent. I love that. That's good. Mark, that's all I got. You got anything else for our listeners? No, I would just challenge everybody. Look, try to find the positive in everything. And I know it can be so difficult, but I promise you there is. And even in something like this right now, it's the the COVID-19 epidemic that's going on and we're all facing these new challenges. Find the positive. You know what I mean? And it's it's not about just like reinventing yourself in business or, uh, you know, constantly being forward focused. Sometimes it's just you. You know, sitting down with yourself Correct. and saying, where are areas that I want to improve on? You know, where are areas, like I said, just sit down and write stuff down. Cover every aspect of your life, what's working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. And then just try to improve, mm-hmm. you know. And that that would be a positive thing, Yeah. you know. That's I, good. And I just want everybody to know, you know, Josh and I spend time <laughs> in prayer before each show. And I just want you guys to know we're praying for all of you um, as, as ourselves. And, you know, we're praying for our world leaders and we're praying for medicine and we're praying that people get back to work soon. Yeah. Um, sure. Because we understand, we understand, and we thank you guys 
for continuing to support us and listen. And maybe you're throwing us into a new daily schedule and however that works. Yeah. We understand that too. You know what I mean? Um, but we are, we're praying for all of you guys, regardless of what your faith background is. It's not Correct. what we do. Um, we just want everybody to to be the best themselves, and uh, you know we'll get through this together. Yeah, and like Mark said, a lot of us are going through new schedules, and maybe our listening times have varied. We don't have that everyday commute, maybe that yeah. we're used to. Um, so we do appreciate those that are still tuning in, and we encourage you. Um, if you, you're you're kind of spotty with it, we understand about you know listening. Get to it when you can, guys. Um, one thing Mark and I have always promised: well, two things. We'll have a show on here every week, but yeah. but two, um, we always bring you um, new content and exciting, you know, relevant things. And, you know, we hear it all the time that you guys just say it differently and you say it the way that I needed to hear it. So if we are, are that for you, um, we're, we're very fortunate and thankful for that. And we encourage you to stay up to date with us and and keep, keep listening to what we're bringing because we truly are going to bring our a game every day, no matter what. And we encourage you all also to share this with your friends. We all have someone that might need to hear particular topics that we talk about. So share this with a family member, share this with a friend. Um, and once again, guys, you all know that we're on all audio platforms, again, YouTube, social media, shoot us a follow, shoot us a subscribe, throw us that five-star positive review, whatever it is. And show again, us the negative one. Tell us what to work on. Yeah, we can all be better. We know we fail at it every day. So uh, we challenge you guys to hang strong on your identity. And if you are in the battle of finding a new one, it is okay. Go find it. Reflect. Revisit where you have done good, where you have done bad. Find your goals. Um, see your vision. And go tackle it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Deliberately linked. Sign